Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Scouting Report. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about change. Now, when I watch football, what I watch is the guys that I know personally. You know, I focus on their matchups and if they're getting open or if they're making open field tackles, depending on what side of the ball they're on, or just generally, are they doing the things on the field that they have been working on off the field? Because I know how hard they've been working. Now, this season, I know it's early, but I've noticed a lot of changes. And the most notable change that everyone seems to have noticed is Tom Brady. Now, it's clear that in the first few games, he doesn't seem to be the pinpoint precise passer that dominates football games. And sure, he's had some receiver injuries, and he's lost Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown, who statistically are arguably two of the best players at their position in history. But that's never mattered to Tom in the past. So the question is, has Father Time finally caught Tom Brady? Now, personally, my answer is no. Tom will be very proud to learn that he is my quarterback in my fantasy football league, and I still believe that Tom Brady is capable of having an incredible bounce back to a slow start. But we go back to change. Change is all around us. And if you can't adapt to the change, you may get left behind. Which brings me to my next guest, Chidi Udangwu. Chidi is an amazing young man. He's a former college basketball player at San Bernardino Valley and then at Idaho State. Now, Chidi is becoming a leader in the community that he grew up in and wants to change things for the youth in his district. For those of you who live in Panoma Unified School District, the election for school board takes place on November 8th, and if you vote for Chidi, you can count on him to make a difference in your community. For all my listeners, you can go and follow along in Chidi's journey on Instagram at Chidi, C-H-I-D-I. Ooh, I love a short and sweet Insta handle. Or you can go to Twitter and type in Chitty for change That's C-H-I-D-I, the number four, and the word change. Oh, change. Oh, that's the theme of today's intro. How convenient. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And now, Chitty Udengu. Hey, joining us today on the podcast is Chitty Udengu former Idaho State point guard, and now is currently embarking on a new adventure. Chitty, thanks so much for joining the show. How are you doing today? Hey, pleasure is mine, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. I'm doing great. You know, feeling good, living better. And uh, I'm excited to talk, man. I'm a big fan of the podcast, so it's really a pleasure to get on. Ah, really appreciate hearing that. Always fun to meet fans. I Obviously, we've known each other for some time, but I'm really excited to finally get you on here. Uh, I think we're in store for a fun combo. I see you're at home, so it uh, looks like uh, you're settling back in the area. Tell me a little bit about where you're living these days. Definitely, man. You know, so I graduated from Idaho State, um, came back during COVID, you know, so that was an abrupt coming home. But I mean, yeah, man, I'm back here in my hometown of Diamond Bar, California. You know, I've been here my entire life, uh, 24 years, quite a while. You know, it's got some got some mileage on me, man. But yeah, so, you know, I moved back home. Uh, it's my hometown, man. I'm proud to be from here. It's about... 25, 30 minutes out from downtown LA. So, you know, out of the way of the traffic, but you know, not too far if I ever want to go to the city. So that's why I like the city so much. And um, yeah, man, I'm definitely glad to be back, back with my family and whatnot. Um, can't complain, man. Everything's all well. Can't complain. California living. I, uh, I had spent a few years in LA. Absolutely love it in there. 
in that whole area. Um, glad to glad to hear that you're settling in back home. And yeah, obviously COVID. Uh, you know, I, I can't tell you how many friends of mine have uh, moved back in the time that COVID from the time that COVID started. So um, all sounds pretty uh, pretty much in line with everyone and uh, very relatable. I'm thinking I want to talk to you a lot about um, your time at Idaho State. You were quite a player. Uh, I, I don't want to give too much away, but you're a great team player. You brought a lot of energy. You were very efficient on the floor. These are these are things that I see when you know you think about what kind of leader you want to be and what, what kind of thing you want to do going forward, maybe even after basketball. And recently, I'm excited to uh, to share with all of our guests here. You have decided to run for the Panoma Unified School District Board. And, I mean, that's got to be really exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to run? Yeah, man, absolutely. So, um, so you know, it's Pomona Unified, Pomona Unified School District. Um, you know, it's my home. It's just like, you know, I live in Diamond Bar my entire life. I've been all throughout the Pomona Unified School District, you know, top to bottom, you know, since I was a kid. Um, attended elementary school at Pantera Elementary School. Again, any viewers probably don't know these schools, but let me just reference it. You know, went through elementary, middle school at Lawyerbeard, high school at Diamond Ranch. And, um, you know, I'm just really proud to, you know, of course, graduate from college, you know, earn my degree and really just circle back to, you know, my community that I've, that really had such a positive impact on me, left such a positive impact on me, which again has to do with why I'm such a positive person. You know, I just want to really circle that back and, you know, give that back to the children because I know that I'm capable of doing that. And, um, you know, I, there's good and bad and everything, you know, so I, I like to talk about the good. I'm a very optimistic person. And um, yeah, I just, I just want, I just believe that I can, I'm very much so well-suited. I'm in the position to really give back positively to the children, to the community, you know, to the staff of Pomona, you know, just make um, the Pomona Unified School District just a better place for years to come. Oh, I love it. You know, uh, giving back is so important. I, I rarely talk to players who go into this line of work, who go back. A lot of times I find guys will maybe go into coaching or training. They stay involved with the sport in some way. Uh, mm. Do you hope to impact basketball if you were to end up on the board? You know, I actually do do training and coaching on the side. So I train um, little kids, you know, usually ages like, you know, six to 17, some high schoolers. Um, yeah, I train them, like, you know, local kids that are either at local high schools or middle schools or even elementary schools, honestly. You know, I train them because it's like I want to get back in all realms. You know what I mean? Like, I just have, you know, my parents being from Nigeria, you know, they immigrated over here when they were 25 years old. And um, they really just instilled into us just the, the art of giving, you know, the selflessness being kind. So I just try to do that, you know, in any realm that I can do it. So I do also do, you know, of course I can't just get rid of basketball full fledged, right? I got to ease out a little bit. So yeah, I still do train kids on the side. And um, yeah, to answer your question, one thing that I really want to emphasize on the school board is, you know, the accessibility to more sports and more arts for kids, um, for kids growing up, because, you know, let's be real, not everybody's going to go to Yale, not everybody's going to go to Harvard. Stanford, right? So it's like, what about the kids in between? You know, there's no reason that they should not be accounted for. There's no reason they shouldn't have, you know, articulated pathway to success. So yeah, definitely. I love it. I, it's so great that you want to get back. Uh, and forgive me, I didn't know that you were training. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to talk about that offline. Oh, so good. I got you, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know if everyone has seen, uh, everyone who's listened to the podcast has seen me, but my jumper is clearly broken. You can see from how I walk. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I want to ask, um, at your time at Idaho State specifically, uh, and we could even go back to San Bernardino, but uh, really at Idaho State, were there any games that really um, stuck with you that you really remember thinking about? Like something that maybe you close your eyes and go, oh man, that was, I remember that game very well or something like that. Hmm. It's a good question right there, man. Let me see. Um, oh, what, what am I saying? Of course, definitely. I, it was one of my first division one games, actually my second game. We played at Boise state my junior year. So, um, you know, I was in a crunch time in the game. I got fouled. I got an offensive rebound, got fouled. I was, we were down by one. No, it was a tight game, tight game. Like there was no time on the clock and I had a one-on-one -one free throw. So it's like, we're in Boise State, rivalry game, crazy hostile environment. And it's just kind of like, you know, that's what every basketball player dreams for. It's, um, you know, just the game winning free throw, crowds going crazy. You know, they're like, miss to miss saying the craziest shit they can ever say. And it's like, you know, stepped up to the line and I really just iced the game. That's one of, that's, that's why I, that's why I reacted. I was like, what? That's a no brainer. So that's definitely my, that's definitely my memory. I was like, damn, like, that was crazy. Like, I really did that, you know? So that was pretty cool. Honestly, that was pretty cool. What a pure moment, you know, all the kids, you know, playing, even, even me, I'm 32. I'll be shooting free throws thinking about icing a game at the end or, you know, how important right, the free throw right. is going to be. That's, that's, uh, that's living a dream. And uh, yeah, to, to win at Boise state 72 to 70, by the way. That's pretty sweet. This episode of The Scotting Report is sponsored by NIL Empire. Are you a college athlete looking for brand partnerships? Did you know that NIL partnerships have already produced over $10 million in partnerships to athletes all over the United States? Let NIL Empire strategize, develop, and grow your social media platform while finding branding partnerships and deals that keep you focused on your game. NIL Empire's branding strategists take away all the work from the modern student athlete, from brand outreach, marketing strategy, to negotiation, and help develop and grow your social media presence. Go to NILEmpire.com to learn more and tell them the scouting report sent you for a 10% discount. You know, you played against um, all sorts of talent. You know, Gonzaga was always very talented and you had to go up against them. Uh, I think when you played them your, your uh, junior year, they were three in the country. Um, you know, Pepperdine had some players, uh, one that went to the NBA, uh, uh, Kessler Edwards, you know. Is there anyone that you played against that stands out to you? In college or in high school? Or just kind of... Well, do you, is there anyone in, in, in high school that was better than those, uh, those college guys? Uh, I mean, I played Chino Hills in high school. So, you know, Lonzo and the Ball Brothers, they were, they were, you know, they were like something you've never played against. That's in high school. Yeah, in high school. And when you played Chino Hills, was, uh, was LaMelo on the team yet or no? I, I, I played a... I, I played a prep year, so after high school, because I graduated pretty young, so I went to Cooper International Academy. So we still did play Chino Hills, and yeah, Lamelo was there at that point. He was a freshman, so you know, all three of them were there, and it was uh, it was it was pretty tough, honestly. It was crazy. So I would say them for high school, but for college, I would say, let's see, let's see, I'll I'll say Rui Rui Hachimura. Is that his name? He was on Gonzaga. He was. Yeah, man, dude is moving hella fast and just hella strong. I'm like, golly, like, dude. So yeah, I'll say him. He, he was he was pretty he was pretty cold, man. Honestly, 
Yeah, he was phenomenal in, in college. I think he went, ended up being a top 10 pick. I, I'm a big Wizards yeah. fan, so uh, I, I know a lot about Rui. When they drafted him, they said he was going to be the next Kawhi Leonard. And I was like, well, let's not let's not get carried away, Washington fan page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, he's long. He was a big dude in college. I mean, for, for a 6'8 guy, he was not thin. And obviously very quick, getting up and down the floor really nicely. Yeah, I imagine that was a tough matchup. And I'm sure, looking at your team, you were the guy who had to guard him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was... And, you know, that's kind of the it's, the, it's funny, like, when you go to kind of like a mid-major-ish school, you know, like, you don't really have many seven-footers, like, seven-two, seven-two. So, like, you know, just for me, I played, like, kind of one through five. So, you know, started at PG. And I just kind of – but, again, I wanted to play one through five because I'm like, okay, if I can play all positions, I'm going to play more. And, you know, that's that was usually the case. So, um, yeah, I had to guard really – I had to guard, like, some big-ass dudes. But I've always been kind of, like, you know, used to guarding – bigger dudes so it was kind of kind of my wheelhouse a little bit like i said team player high energy <laughs> gotta be man you gotta be that's the key that's the key all hoopers you have to be it's no question bro. um i want to ask about nil i know you graduated just before nil really started coming into effect but i want to hear your take on the current nil world because especially um if you're going to be involved in the school district, you're going to see guys who are going to be involved in it in one way or another. I'm curious, what do you think about what's going on? Hmm. That's a great question. It's a really great question. I've been doing some more research on it. Um, I believe it's kind of a slippery slope sometimes, you know, because you see, I feel like sometimes, especially with this NIL being new and newly introduced, you know, I, I'm starting to see some players really veer off of the focus of the game and just kind of, you know, focus on these Instagram brand deals and these Twitter deals and these trying to get these free sponsorships. I'm like, yeah, but what about hooping though? You know, like what about actually just getting in the gym and grinding? But again, you know, it's on both sides of the pendulum because it's like, they should be paid. It's like, why not? You know, they should be paid. But um, yeah. And then, and then you see people like that are in high school having like million dollar brand deals. I'm like, okay. That could be detrimental because somebody that's that young typically should not have that much money. Truthfully, I'm I'm just not even gonna lie. You're not really adept or used to. You just shouldn't have that much money just yet. So um, I think that's that's kind of that's kind of where I stand with it. I'm just kind of like, well, I mean, just don't take away from the game, you know. Like, I just feel like it's some it gets lost in translation. You know, some hoopers will lose focus. You know, it's pretty tough to remain focused when you have all these outside distraction so sounds like you're you're uh, happy for these guys that they're getting opportunity but you're wary and you want everyone to make sure that they're keeping their head on their shoulders and not getting either carried away or losing losing focus of what's most important and that is their love for the game or wh- what they hope to achieve while they're playing exactly 100%. absolutely chitty are there do you have any uh closing thoughts i wanted to uh you know I usually ask everybody like a fun question. I have a couple in mind, but um, is there any, before we get to it, is there anything uh, that you want to share with your fans who have been dying to hear from you, who haven't talked to you in the last couple weeks? Um, I would say, you know, for one, thank you for the support. And it's funny when I say thank you for the support. If you're showing love, it's still support. If you're hating, it's still support. 
Um, so I'll say regardless, you know, yeah, I'll say regardless, thank you for the support. And, um, you know, just one thing, one, one gem, one hint of advice that I always like to leave people with is, um, you know, we have really one life. It's really cliche, but we have one life. And um, my advice is to just, no matter what you're doing, if you want to be a politician, if you want to be an athlete, an entertainer, a janitor, no matter what it is, you know, do something that you're passionate about and uh, have fun doing it, you know, and no matter what you are doing, feel fulfilled while doing it. Work as hard as you can, you know, be kind to people that are around you and yeah, just work hard and enjoy your life, you know, stop putting so much pressure on yourself, take it easy sometimes, you know, people say life is short, but life is also really long in the same breath. So that's my gem I'm going to drop on you guys. <laughs> I hear you. I love it. I love it. Stay positive. It's great. It's great stuff. Uh, my fun question for you is special for you. If you could box out for a rebound for a million dollars and you got to choose your opponent between Anthony Davis or Aaron Donald, who would you pick? Oh, my goodness. You know why I'm laughing? My brother called me this morning. Before I answer that. My brother called me this morning. He's in, you know, he's in medical school right now. So I know he's mad busy. So when he called me, I answered quick. So, you know, we're just chatting about the Lakers and whatnot. You know, Patrick Beverly came and we're just talking about AD. And like, I was literally like, I can beat him one-on-one. -on -one. So to answer your question, I would say AD. Um, you know, I might just really hit him with a box out. I don't, I don't wish injuries upon anybody, but you know, you, might, you know, I don't know if he can take the tough box out. You know, he's kind of... <laughs> Right. He's got a little, I mean, they both got a little size on you. It just depends on how you're looking at it, but. Oh, no, for sure. You really think you could take Anthony Davis one-on-one? -on -one? I, I have to ask the follow-up here. Yeah, I think so. I do think so. I mean, I don't necessarily think that he has the durability to be able to pass my defense, to be honest. I'm serious. You know, I love the confidence and I'd love to see that in action. Obviously, I'd be there wearing an Udangwe jersey. Hey, come on, man. Exactly. Screaming anything pro chitty, not anti Anthony. And, uh, and yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Well, you know, thanks so much for joining us today. We really, really appreciate it. And good luck in your uh, upcoming election. Um, for those of you who are interested in donating, you can go to chitty for com and make a donation. You can also find Chitty on Instagram. I'm going to have all of our all of his links in our bio. You can also find him on Twitter. And if you're interested, check out the hashtag Chitty4Change with the number four. Yes, sir. You got it. You got it. Thank you guys so much, man. It means the world. I had a great time talking. You got it, Chitty. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll catch up soon. Absolutely, man. Take care. This podcast is hosted and produced by Scott Eisenstadt and co-produced by Central Park Sound. Audio production, editing, and theme song by Jordan Schiff. Make sure to rate and review this episode, and if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and follow The Scotting Report wherever you listen to podcasts.